Saturday morning to you. Thanks for joining us today for another edition of the Wealth Guardians radio program. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and I really appreciate you spending some of uh, your weekend with us. Jeff Brown, always known as JB around here, is also with us again today. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. Good, good. I'm sick and tired of snow. I know. I'm ready for springtime to spring. (laughs) Amen to that. I'll tell you, it seems like a a long time coming. Sure does. All righty. You know, before we get going here on the show, JB and I always want to salute the men and women of our armed forces and first responders, along with all their families, for all those sacrifices and services to the community. Thank you so much for what you do out there every day. And for you first-time listeners, I'm Doug Ray, and I'm the founding principal of Ray Financial Group and the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. We are an independent financial firm working with pre-retirees and retirees in all areas of retirement and estate planning. We are fiduciaries, and I've always served my clients in that capacity. We have offices here in the triad as well as in Charlotte. I've got a unique approach in that I believe I can best serve my clients by positioning them to avoid losses versus trying to pick winners. And for the past 20 years, I've successfully helped hundreds of my clients protect what they've saved for retirement against loss and still enjoy the benefits of market gains to ensure that retirement income will last them a lifetime. So the goal of this show is to educate and inform listeners of up-to-date and important information in the pre-retirement, retirement, and estate planning arena. And JB and I look forward to spending the next 30 minutes with you and giving you some solid financial advice that I hope can make a difference in in your life. So again, welcome to the show. And um, JB, why don't we get going here? Well, sounds great. And once again, welcome to the show, everyone. Doug, company-sponsored retirement savings plans like 401Ks and 403Bs are one of the most popular and used tools for saving for retirement. But most people think they're very simple plans, but unfortunately, they are not. So, are you 401K smart? <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're, you're right. Most, uh, most of these plans are, are very popular retirement savings vehicles, and, and, the, and the 401K, the 403B are the most common. Most Americans contribute to at least one of these plans or at least have access to it. And with the high popularity and use of these vehicles and with the ease of automatic payroll deductions, you'd think that most people would understand these plans very well. But unfortunately, I find that's just not the case. So the question, yeah, are you 401k smart? You know, JB, according to the American Benefits Council, there's over 638,000 defined contribution retirement savings plan in the U.S. Now, now listen to this number. Okay. That covers 88 million participants, and according to the Ed Slot report, they have over $7 trillion in these employee-sponsored plans. Wow. That's a lot of money. It is. So, again, yeah, it's safe to say the 401K and other similar plans are some of the most popular uh, types of vehicles for saving for retirement, and that's why it's so important for, to understand all the different uh, rules and regulations. You know, employee-sponsored plans are filled with options. They've got features, rules, fees, factors, tax issues, common misconceptions, and some of these include special company stock provisions, loan provisions, multiple cash-out, rollover options, special required minimum distribution rules, special age rules for withdrawals, creditor protection provisions, and others. 
So in order to get the most out of an employee-sponsored retirement savings plan, you have to fully understand all of these areas and be smart in how you use them. So that's why we're going to discuss today on this show the important features of these plans. Well, as you said, Doug, there are many different factors and features of these plans. So let's start with one of the greatest provisions of the 401k plan, but also one of the least known about features, and this is the special company stock provision. Mm, Yeah, a lot of you folks out there do have your company stock in your 401k plan. I see it all the time. And, um, you know, this is an area that people just don't know anything about, and that's a shame because you can have such a tremendous valuable provision. And what I'm talking about here is this thing called net unrealized appreciation. I like to call it NUA for short. Okay. And it is a part of the IRS tax code 402. And basically it says this, employee securities for lump sum distributions from a qualified plan could have some tax advantages. So let me give you an idea of what that means. Let's say you've got an employee uh, stock. It's highly appreciated in your 401k. Okay. All right. Everybody knows if you take monies out of your 401k, that's a taxable event. Right. But this provision of the IRS code says this. It says if you take stock in kind out of your 401k, in other words, you don't sell it first, you take it in kind, then basically what is taxable is the cost basis. So let's let's give you an example. Okay. Say you got a company stock that's worth $100, but your cost basis is 10. Okay. You take it out in kind, so you now have the shares distributed to you. You pay ordinary income tax on the $10 basis, all right? Okay. Now, if you wait a year and a day longer and sell that stock, then that gain is taxable at long-term capital gains tax rates, which for some people can be a whole lot less than ordinary income tax. Okay. And I've seen, I'll tell you, in my in my time here, I have seen people just absolutely not understand this rule at all, even financial advisors. Right. It's amazing. Uh, I ran into a case several years ago where uh, an employee um, of a, uh, a large uh, Fortune 500 company headquartered here in, in the Carolinas uh, took early retirement, and the financial advisor at the time basically uh, got him to sell all of his 401k and roll it out to a managed account. Mm -hmm. And he had a lot of highly appreciated stock in that account, completely foregoing NUA. Right. So let that be a lesson to you folks. If you've got company stock in your plan and you want to know a little bit more about this NUA, give us a call at 336-391-3409. All right. I want to remind everybody about our next Social Security workshop coming up uh, March the 27th and 29th, that's Tuesday and Thursday, 6.30 in the evening at the Broyhill uh, Office and Convention Center in Clemens. Um, I'd like for you to uh, come to that because it's very important information. I'm going to give you an example here in just a bit of uh, what somebody learned uh, in one of these workshops. But again, uh, just give us a call at 336-391-3409, or you can go on our website at www.thewealthguardians.com. And registered there. Um, case study. I've got clients now. I guess they've been with me about four years. Uh, they came to one of these Social Security workshops four years ago and um, found out that they had a special uh, Social Security claiming strategy where he was able to get a spousal benefit off of his wife, let his own 
uh, benefit to continue to get delayed credits till age 70, which would fully maximize their, their benefits. So this is the year in which he is supposed to do that. Um, and they went down to the Social Security office, and they were told, you can't do that. The rules changed two years ago. And when he emailed me, I, I said, you know, they did change, but you, your particular age group, is still eligible to do this claiming strategy. I'm pretty sure. So I said, let me go back, rework your numbers in our, in our software, and see if that's the case. Well, in fact, it was. And so the bottom line is um, I told him, I said, now, look, here's the updated program. You have two choices. You can take this with you back down to the Social Security office and, uh, and hand it to him and say, this is what I want to do. Or I would do this. I'd just simply go online and do it myself. So the claiming strategy was for him to start, or actually his wife to start, her work record benefits uh, in March, and he uh, tax on spousal benefits, which would give the family about $2,000 a month now in Social Security benefits. So, J.B., I get this email from him uh, the other day. It says, we were able to apply for her benefits on Friday the 8th, and I applied for mine today. Your knowledge was greatly appreciated, and it's certainly easier to do it online. Once again, you've proven to be correct. Thank you for your wisdom and your time. Now, that makes me feel good yeah, helping that family Yeah, always good out. to get emails like that. Absolutely is. Okay. All right. Well, the next provision of an employer-sponsored retirement plan is a very complex and not really fully understood one. It's the loan provision. Yeah, you know, that's right. People really don't understand this because it can be very expensive to borrow from a retirement plan. And unfortunately, borrowing from retirement accounts has been on the rise since that financial crisis we had a few years ago. You need to understand fully how borrowing from a company-sponsored plan works before you do it. Now, you know, in certain circumstances, it, it, it can make sense to borrow from a 401k plan, but generally I don't recommend doing it. So the bottom line is, you know, your your retirement plan, it, it's not a piggy bank. It's your retirement plan, right. and, and use it as such. But if you got to do it, you know, you got to do it. Okay, Doug, now let's talk about one of the most commonly used provisions and features of employer-sponsored retirement plans, which is the rollover option. Yeah, this is an extremely important uh, option to understand, and with only a couple minutes left in the segment, we're just going to touch on it, and then we'll pick it back up when uh, we get back on the other end of of the break. So, um, you know, basically, most employers, most Americans change uh, careers, jobs several times, and what that does is it leaves the potential for a 401k to be left behind at the old employer. Right. And typically what you have in situations like this is just four basic options that you can use. Okay. Um, number one option is you can actually just leave your money at the old 401k plan if they'll let you do that. Sometimes they don't let you do that. And uh, it may or may not be uh, wise uh, for you to to leave it behind. In fact, we just had a case this week where we had uh, new clients uh, come in. They had uh, left previous employment uh, actually several years ago and left their 401k um, behind at that uh, at that employer. And when we get back from the um, the break, I'll tell you the second option you have, which is what they initially or actually ultimately did. Okay. 
Well, let's take a quick timeout right here. want to remind you, you are listening to the Wealth Guardians radio show, heard locally here on 94.5 WPTI. We certainly appreciate you being with us. Remember, you can reach Doug at 336-391-3409, or the website is www.thewealthguardians.com. Staying tuned as we have several more areas to explode that could derail your best retirement plans here on the Wealth Guardian Show. Welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, where we tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear, right in the middle of our show entitled, Are You 401k Smart? And before the break, of course, we were talking about the rollover options there, and you wanted to continue on there, Doug. Yeah, I did. Uh, You know, basically, there's four options uh, when you uh, change employers uh, or or retire. Right. Um, When you retire, there's really three. But uh, let's say you've uh, changed jobs. And the first one we talked about before the end of the last segment, and um, that's obviously leaving your plan with your old employer if they'll let you. Sometimes they won't because that costs them money for you to have your uh, 401k left behind and, you know, you're not working for them anymore, so you're not, you know, you're not profitable for them. Right. So the next one is you can take your monies and roll it into your new employer's plan if they have one. And there's, you know, pros and cons to that. Number one, you know, you have obviously you're you're bringing your money over. You might have some uh, investment options that you really like a lot in the new plan. So that could be a a possibility for you. Probably the most common option is to roll over your 401k, 403b assets to an IRA, an individual uh, retirement account. And that's what we see happen quite a bit because what it does is in an IRA account, you have a whole universe of investment options you can put your money in, not just the few that the 401k plan has. And again, there's there's pros and cons to doing this, but uh, most people do it. And as I was saying before the end of the break, we had a case just this week where we've got new clients who had left behind uh, an old 401k at their old employer. In fact, it had been sitting there for years, um, and they were concerned about uh, having it go through another market downturn. So we were able to help them roll over uh, that to an IRA account and get their money in a safer position that they're more comfortable with. All right, so the next one is basically taking a cash distribution uh, from your plan. That's cashing out. Now, I hardly ever recommend that. Uh, Because many reasons. Number one, it's a taxable distribution to you. Number two, there's a mandatory 20% withholding uh, that goes right to the IRS. And if you don't uh, repay that uh, to the plan within 60 days, then that too becomes a taxable event for you. So rarely is this a good option. But nonetheless, it is an option. Okay. Well, let's get into some of the unique special rules that are in these types of plans, Doug. The first is the special age rule for withdrawals. Yep. Most people realize that uh, they can start taking money out of these retirement accounts uh, IRS penalty-free at age 59 and a half. This is the general rule recovering most retirement savings plans like IRAs. However, this rule is not for all plans. 
Did you know there is a provision with the Internal Revenue Code that allows you to start taking distributions from your 401k before you reach 59 and a half? Hmm. It's a little-known section of the, the code. It can be a real dandy if you just happen to, to fit into this requirement. The provision is known as the age 55 exception, and here's how it works. If you're employed by a company and are participating in the company's 401k plan, and you leave employment with that company at any time during or after the year in which you reach age 55, there's going to be no penalty for taking distributions from the plan. In other words, you can use this retirement money without penalty. Now, you're going to pay tax on it because it's never been taxed before, but there's no uh, 10% early distribution period. Now, it's important to note these distributions only qualify when received from a company-established defined contribution plan, not an IRA. So if you roll it over to an IRA, you've just wiped away your age 55 provision. Right. Just important to remember that. Now, I've, I've actually had to use that several times, especially during the recession when people were laid off left and right and they needed to have access to their money. It was nice to be able to to, to keep that uh, uh, money in the plan and, and let them get it out penalty-free, okay. knowing they still had to pay tax on it. Right. All right, we have time for one more special option or feature in company-sponsored retirement plans that needs to be understood, and that is required minimum distribution rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the one people hate. <laughs> uh, you get to 70 and a half, and, and maybe you don't, uh, you don't need to take distributions from your, from your plan and uh, – uh, but you got to, you right. know, the IRS has said, hey, you know, we've let you grow this money all these years, not paying any tax on it. Now it's our turn. We want our fair share. And uh, so there is a, a, a minimum distribution that you have to take out of um, IRA accounts and, and also 401ks. Now, I'll get to an exception with the 401k in just a second. But the bottom line is um, when you turn 70 and a half, what you have to do is you have to add up the December 31st value of all your IRA accounts, and then apply a, a, a table uh, a distribution uh, amount to that number. And, and typically it runs about three and a half to three and three quarters uh, of a percent in that age, uh, 70 and a half year, called your required beginning year. Now, you can skip that first year if you want to, but if you do, then you have to take two distributions in the following year. So generally, most people don't do that. And for whatever you do, please don't miss this distribution because the IRS penalty for not taking an RMD is 50% of the required minimum distribution, and you still got to take it. All right, so back to the 401k um, exception. If you're still working at 70 and a half and have monies in a 401k plan, you do not have to take a distribution. There is no required minimum distribution on the monies in a 401k plan. But if you've got outside IRA monies, then the RMD is still a requirement. So I think that covers RMDs. Uh, I think I got everything. But I do re- want to remind everybody, um, our Social Security workshop is coming up fast those have been very well received over the years. Uh, the next set is uh, Tuesday, October, uh, October, March the 27th, and uh, then Thursday, uh, March the 29th, both at 630 
p.m. at the Roy Hill Office and Convention Center in Clemens. So to reserve your seat, call us at 336-391-3409. Last time we did this, we almost had a sellout. So it doesn't cost you anything, but you do got to reserve your seat. So come and see us in Clemens and uh, learn something about your Social Security benefit. All right, Doug, we can't not talk about some of the the rules and the law changes with these plans, too. Oh, yeah, we had a couple changes, uh, JB, to the rules, and uh, we'll we'll discuss the two that probably most commonly affect people. Okay. Um, The first uh, law change is uh, in 2018, they allow for higher contributions uh, for the 401k, 403bs, and most 457 plans. And basically, um, they increased by about $500 a person. So it goes to $18,500 in, in 2018, and that's good news. Mm-hmm. Then there's also that catch-up provision. If you're over 50, that allows you to put another $6,000 into the pot, and that brings your total up to $24,500. And that's, that's before the company match is even applied. So that's good news. It allows you to save more. Okay. Then there's the next rule, which is the... Uh, Income phase-out limits for 2018. So remember, what this has to do with is if you make too much money, you can't deduct traditional IRA contributions or make a contribution to a Roth IRA. These limits have been increased slightly for 2018, so that's good news. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're over these limits, there still may be some ways to get money into these types of plans. The backdoor Roth contribution loophole is still on the books for 2018. And if you want more information about that, again, give us a call at 336-391-3409. All right, Doug, let's get into some of the main questions regarding 401ks and other company-sponsored retirement plans. As we have said, millions of Americans do not completely understand all the specifics regarding these plans, and some of these main questions may help. The first one is, what is the difference between 401ks, 403bs, and 457 plans? Yeah, it's all about alphabet soup, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, all those the, those numbers, and, and they're just referring to the section of the code that allows for these plans. Uh, All three of them are variations of qualified retirement plans offered by U.S. employers, and they're really very similar in a lot of fashion. But the main difference is who offers them. A 401k is typically offered by a private sector for-profit organization. 403b plans are offered by nonprofit or public sector employers, and a 457 plan is generally offered by a nonprofit public sector employee that has a pension plan added to it, maybe like a municipality or Mm -hmm. something like that. Well, can the investor access money out of these plans early? Yeah, again, um, you know, to be clear, your money in the 401k, you can get to it whenever you want. However, if you take it out before 59 and a half without the qualifying exception, you're going to have to pay that 10% IRS penalty as, as well as taxes on it. And the common exceptions include if you're court ordered to hand over part of your 401k as a part of a divorce settlement, uh, then that's an exception. And as we said before, there's also the separation from service rule that allows you to withdraw your 401k funds penalty-free if you're 55 and no longer work for that sponsoring company. Well, what happens to a 401k if and when an employee leaves a job? Well, you know, again, it's up to you. You have the four options that we talked about in the first segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leave the money in the old plan if they'll let you do it. Uh, Roll the money into a new employer's plan. 
and uh, roll the money into an IRA of your own, which is the most popular and the most recommended. And, of course, you can always cash it out and, and pay the tax on it. Um, you know, aside from that last option, which generally I think is a bad idea, uh, all three can be good options that you can use to um, compare and determine your best choice. Well, as, as folks, as you can see, there's there's lots of rules and regulations. And, you know, quite honestly, in today's show, we just scratched the surface. Um, again, I'll offer if you've got a question about your own plan, um, give us a call at the office, 336-391-3409. And we'll certainly love to sit down with you and, and, and try to answer your questions. Um, as you can see, uh, these 401ks and other employee-sponsored retirement savings plans aren't simple at all. You know, it's just not a plan where you can put your money in and, and leave it and forget about it. There's many complexities to these plans, and in order to get the most out of them, it's going to require knowledge, consideration, and professional help. Again, I'd like to invite you to our office for a no-cost, no-obligation review of your current situation. You can schedule an appointment, 336-391-3409. So as we close for today, I'd like to ask you this. If what you thought to be true about money was not, how soon would you want to know? Over the years, I've seen time and time again that most folks will be fine in retirement without hitting that proverbial home run if they just protect themselves against market losses. Protecting your retirement against market losses is my unique approach, and I've helped hundreds of families in the triad create lifetime income and truly enjoy their retirement. I hope you have a terrific week, and we'll see you next week. 